This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It was important result. We climbed the table and this is the most important thing. The performer was so-so, in my opinion. We could do better, but it's true that, uh, first of all, uh, Crystal Palace is a good team. Second, uh, there were a lot of interruption in the game. And I think in the worst moment of our game, uh, we were able to to do a fantastic counter-attack and to win the game. No, it was absolutely outstanding. That counter-attack is a fantastic player, Richard Lison. He's really young, really important for us, but he did outstanding goal. Oh, no, honestly, I have to be happy about the run that we had in these 40 days. When I arrived here, the players, the club, everyone did a fantastic work, but... Uh, season is not finished yet and we have a possibility to fight for the Europa League and this is our target for, for the next games. Off the ball kicks off now on BFM 89.9. Everton boss Carlo Ancelotti or, or Don Carlo. <laughs> if you if you watch those videos, like oh videos, who watches videos anymore? <laughs> hey, it's Monday evening. Uh, it's me. It's Ross. Hi, this is Off the Ball, and in the studio with me we've got Kishnan here. Hello, hello. He's got all kinds of videos. <laughs> if you believe what Russian says, that's a different radio show, guys. <laughs> uh, Gogolin's also here. Hello. All right, Gox and Craig Marias is here. Hello, hello. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Follow us on on Instagram, on Facebook. It's BFM Football. Um, reduced Premier League program this weekend, and reduced even further thanks to the storm. Ciara. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a pop concert that went on. Like, yeah. So we have to cancel the football because. We've got Storm Beyonce coming next week. <laughs> Storms, eh? Uh, speaking of Storm, Everton are playing up a storm. It's what? Unbeaten run to five games now that they've picked up 17 points since Ancelotti took over. They are seventh of what? Three points off fourth? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, what a run since he's he's joined. You know, right. I mean, he was just speaking about it in the in his post match interview, and um, we always knew that they had a, a good group of players. You know, and you know, under Marco Silva, they weren't really getting the best out of. He wasn't getting the best out of them. Um, I, I think it was more of those um, some of these players. You know, he's trying to force them. Um, when you sign a lot of plays, you want them all to play, but yeah, sometimes yeah. it doesn't really fit the system. You, you, I think it, that was the case. Do you know what made my eyebrow go up? It was like Schneiderlin put in a good shift. Well, he got Schneiderlin to but, play but, well. But that's the thing. I think <laughs> the biggest change since Carlo has come in, obviously it's lifted the mood around, but we all knew what Everton's problems were even earlier in the season. is the fact that they haven't been able to replace Idrissa Ganagay, yeah. um, who, you know, his departure and, to PSG left a huge hole yeah, in midfield. Yeah, yeah. And I think Carlo coming in, I don't think it's, he has solved the midfield crisis. There's obviously still a problem that needs to be addressed in the transfer window. But he's brought so much more stability into that midfield, just with balancing out the, the, the style of play between attack and defence and and getting players like Schneiderlin to perform far better than he looked mm. under the likes of yeah. uh, Marco Silva. You know? and, and it's brilliant. And that, that balance is helping them. It's not making them look... Like world class, they're not, yeah. no, they're not romping yeah. their way to no, wins, but they're grinding out important results, and that's what Carlo does for you. The caveat is it's a very poor Premier League season, <laughs> apart yeah. from Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool so, accepted, of course. Yeah, yeah, so and they're running away with it. But if a manager like Carlo comes in yeah. to a league like Just you few say, wins, few wins, yeah. you put a few wins together, 
lot of good man management. Yeah. Come yeah. put an arm around some yeah. players, yeah. 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 get them playing. Absolutely, as you can see. I mean, let's not but, forget the tactical change as well. Yeah, yeah. since he's come there, yeah. he's gone with two up front yeah. as opposed to when it was under Silver. You know, yeah. they went with, with with one up front, Sigurdsson in the hole. Um, you know, it was to accommodate someone like Sigurdsson, who over the years have pro- has proven himself in that in that kind of free role. Mm. Um, now he's got to play a much more disciplined. Um, you know when he, when he's part of a two in in the center of the park. Yeah. Um, but th- that's when you see him. You know you get Schneiderlin uh, alongside him. You know doing the dirty work. You get um, Sigurdsson. You know you know spreading the play, yeah. creating things. Yeah. And you know he's getting on to be. It must be about thirty thirty one now maybe. Um, and you know he's at that point where okay. If I play in this kind of discipline, more role, you know, not bursting forward all the time, you know, maybe I can get an extra couple of years on my career playing at the highest yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so he's he's kind of adapting his way. He's at that age where he's got to adapt his ways a little bit, and it's and it fits the team. It suits the team. Two up front, mm. Calvert Lewin since Carlo yeah, Ancelotti yeah, has come yeah, in, yeah. Yeah. it's been a revelation. Amazing. Richarlison up front, yeah. um, quality. Speaking of Richarlison, um, Everton won basically. Because of Richarlison <laughs> and that seventy-yard burst, I'm thinking here, eighty-five million pound bid supposedly from Barcelona mm. is not enough. It's not, <laughs> it's not enough. You want one twenty, one thirty. And let's him. not forget, he's, he's he's still young. He's you know, twenty-two still, years old. Still right? a lot of years yeah. ahead of him. He's extremely talented, and so is Calvert Lewin. Yeah. I mean, yep. both of them are into double figures now. Now, now yeah. Calvert Lewin, um, we he had what? Two seasons of, yeah. of misfiring where you just went, Everton need a strike. I mean, mis- misfiring is, is, is one well, thing, but, but he, he was thrown around everywhere. He was a hard worker. And thing. he was thrown around everywhere yeah. up front. Yeah. He was Left put wing. on the flags yeah, yeah. up front, yeah. played, asked Correct. to play in the hole. And I think he's finally got a bit of continuity and stability yeah. under Carlo Ancelotti at the moment. Uh, I mean, it's that confidence that, that he gives as well. I mean, let's not forget they've got the big money signing uh, Moise Keane, who's not, even though his Italian manager's come in, he's not even, he's not. Not not say he hasn't had a look in, but you know he's not a regular starter there. Um, but I think what uh, Carlo is doing with Moise is trying to bring yeah, him slowly yeah. in. W- which yeah. you need. He's yeah. a young boy. boy you know, yeah, he's coming exactly. to a new league, new language, and everything. Yeah. He's doing the right thing because in the next two years, if he stays at Everton, uh, I've no doubt like yeah. he's going to become. Scott his first goal for, for the club under Carlo anyway. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, but but with this, with, with you know, go back to Richarlison. Yeah. You know, that's probably the best decision that he's made because you know, being South American, being Brazilian, you know, it's so easy to hand in a transfer request. I want to go to Barcelona. You know, I want to play in like it's too early. He's got two or three more years because I mean, you look at Barcelona over the last three years, you know, they've been in an absolute mess when it comes to Messi wants out. What are you talking about? (laughs) Right? Messi wants out, you've got problems. (laughs) But if you look at their recruitment plan, you know, I mean, it's like spend 150 million on one player, get him off, sell him after a season, or send him on loan after a season. You know, there's there's just no way to sign as many players as we can. And you thought Man United was bothered, exactly. Yeah, all right, let's look at Crystal. Palace, I turn to Gogol in here, Gogs, your old love, Christian Benteke, <laughs> finding the back of the net. I know. First time like, this season, isn't it? I know. I looked he at that and got, said, I thought it was a typo at first. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking for the word own. Well, it might have swallowed a bit. It was a horrendous mistake by Pickford, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, this is it. Let's go back to Everton now before we wrap that one up. Pickford. Is yeah, he England? Nah, he's, a, no. he's having a I real mean, we, bubble. We, we're seeing Dean Henderson, Dean Henderson here, Henderson. right? Yeah. We, we're seeing Nick Pope here. I mean, if you're looking, playing him every week, if you're going on form, you know, I think it gives Garcia a lot to think about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but let's let's not forget Pickford's form at club has never reflected how he plays for England. You know, I yeah. mean, he's a lot more. Um, somehow a lot more confident when he plays for England. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I couldn't I couldn't tell you why, but. 
you know, he, he seems, I don't know if it's, whether it's the front two in front of him, but a mistake like how he did over the weekend. Mm. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. there's no real excuse as a goalkeeper. Um, but in saying that, you know, you if you were to throw someone like Nick Pope or Dean Henderson in, I mean, none of them have anywhere near the level of experience that, that Pickford has at that true, level. True, true. But um, you, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, Pickford and it, also was in that same position. I, yeah. I, true. I yeah. remember when when England couldn't decide on their number one, and they used to alternate between yeah. Corrigan and and Shilton. <laughs> Let's go way back. <laughs> no, Shilton yeah. and Clemens. Clemens. Yeah. Yeah. It was Clemens and Shilton, right? It was right? Corrigan, it Clemens, was Corrigan, Shilton. Clemens, Shilton. Yeah. No, Corrigan was always third choice, and then it was Shilton and Clemens yeah. to play at one I mean, I'm other. pretty sure you'll see some of these goalkeepers being given a chance in friendly games in the build up to the Euros. Ideally, when you reach the Euros, you'd yeah. want to have your pick yeah. for the entire tournament. And, oh. and I mean, you look at like Jack Butlin is, is no longer getting yeah, game yeah, time, yeah, so yeah. he's out of the picture. You've got. In, I mean, realistically, you've got three main guys at the moment: uh, yeah. Nick Pope, Dean Henderson. Well, Heaton well, was a shout, but he yeah, Heaton yeah, was a shout. Yeah. Was a, we'll, we'll talk more. McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll talk more about Dean Henderson when we talk about Sheffield United later. But let, let's uh, Crystal Palace. Let's look at them now. Um, it's a nothing season. I, I look at them and and you think. Roy Hodgson looks about 90. No, I, I don't know how old you know, he is. He is 90. We've, had this, we've had this discussion a no, lot. No, but it, it's like he's got one season left to run. Nobody wants it renewed. I don't think he does. I don't think... I'm pretty sure the club does why, why wouldn't Crystal Palace want to renew it? I, I mean, I think he's doing a great job. No, but, but, but that's the thing, out. Craig. I, when you have managers of, of like, like Roy Hodgson... Um, I don't see how far can the club grow and make it. I mean, obviously, he's keeping you stable. You're not in the relegation zone. You're going to stay in the Premier League every year. You get that guaranteed. But at some point, clubs want to make that, take that risk and try to push the big boys. And you see clubs like Brighton have taken that risk. Yeah, yeah. You know, when Chris Hutton was you know, incredibly comfortable and stable at, at Brighton, they made the difficult decision to remove him and brought in Graham Potter, a man with a bit more continental influence and, and style and, and, and ability. And you see more clubs trying to to make that, that shout at the moment. And, and it, I, it's the same thing that I feel that clubs it, like Crystal Palace have got to do if they want to yeah, break the glass ceiling. It, I mean, it, it, it could go one way. It could, it could easily, exactly. It's a easily risk. Easily but go it's, it's a the risk other that way. they've got to yeah, do. I, I, as I, no, West Ham have, have found out yeah, over the years. But yeah. I think what Kish is saying... quite a few, few teams have. They've, they've taken that risk and there's been more teams unsuccessful than successful. I mean, you look at Everton. They've been taking that risk for a very long time. They went back to Sam Allardyce for a bit but they only knew that it was to stabilise that particular season. And once he left, they knew that it was not an option to retain him on a long-term basis because if you want to challenge the big boys, Correct. you've got to evolve so as well. Yeah, three yeah. managers. No, and the brand of football has got but to evolve But saying well. that, Everton have gone backwards. Correct, but they keep trying. Now they're with Carlo and they will look to... But they've got the, the money to keep trying. Do Crystal Palace? Well, well, but well, what do you want to do then? Just remain yeah, where you are? Stagnate? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, I think clubs there, have there, to dream there bigger. Are, there are certain clubs that need Just to know their yeah. place. Need to know their no, place. I think clubs being, have to dream bigger and no. Crystal Palace well, well, has that, to dream that, bigger. I don't, I don't, I don't think the owners were dreaming bigger. That's why the owners uh, yeah, aren't no, even yeah, making yeah, a point. Yeah, that, that's a different question. That, Whether they are or not, yeah. but that's then that's problem, when you're going to get that's when you get the danger of big clubs dropping down the divisions. Leeds went for it, Villa, Villa went for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean there, there's so many clubs that that you know, I can uh, I see I mean, where you're coming it, from. The fact is, what's bigger than just management? It it's 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 the board level. It's yeah, exactly. The it's the owners, structure. the yeah. desire. So if you have a right structure in place, I think aiming so, so for I give, more. I give to you the West Ham example, yeah. where they've spent hundreds and hundreds of millions yeah. over the last few years. Where's that got them to today? So is that purely down got, to the manager? They, they appoint they appointed a title winning manager, correct? Pellegrini. Is that purely down to the manager alone? Well, you want the board to support the manager, so they're giving you the funds. No, I'm saying that clubs these days, yeah. right? Obviously, you've got to evolve with time and try to look at different managers of different caliber. But to also do that, you've got to have the right structure in place. Look at clubs like 
uh, for instance, Brighton, right? With Graham Potter, but they've also got the right structure. Graham Potter doesn't control everything yeah, by you, himself. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they're not. They're not. They've so got, they've got no ambition to hit Europe right West now. West struggles isn't down to Pellegrini alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's problems with recruitment. There's problems with the stadium. But, but, the lack but of listen, an atmosphere. Listen, it, the whole club is a mess. So I don't think it's down to Pellegrini alone. As I applaud but, 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 to but, but back, back to Palace and Hodgson, I, I'm getting the feeling it's a bit stale. I understand what Craig's saying. He's good at what he does and, and Palace uh, can just exist like that. At, at, you know, but, uh, what, as a mid long? to low mid table, but yeah. if you talk to Palace fans, they're not going to be happy. They don't have a very big youth system. Actually, you, Palace fans are absolutely happy. Really? I mean, you you name me disgruntled Palace fans right now. Actually, I know one disgruntled <laughs> one. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll give you that one, Ross. I'll give you that <laughs> no, one. I but I only know one because Palace fans. So it's a hundred percent. You just need to rate. search Roy Hodgson and Crystal Palace on Twitter, and you'll see the frustrations. No, all right, all right. Let, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about Potter and Brighton. Uh, it was 1-1 against Watford. Uh, Brighton really should have won it. This was a calamity own goal of the season. Alert, really. I mean, yeah, I, I, I wanted to say it's maybe... It's a great finish. Well, it was like maybe he's, he was, you know, trying to... The guy behind him and then you go, no, but there's no guy behind him. Yeah, I, <laughs> there's I mean, no one near him. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what he was thinking, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, it was just something that he could have just, you know, kicked it out for a corner kick at, at the very least. But, I mean, like I said just before, you know, what a finish that was. What a finish. <laughs> great finish. <laughs> Top corner. <laughs> Top corner. No chance for the keeper. <laughs> Everything you want from your right back. That's like being, that was like being in Phuket after a big night. <laughs> I had flashbacks. What, what? <laughs> I've got a mental image now. Thanks, uh, Watford, Nigel Pearson. Honeymoon period is over. Now suddenly the 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 spectre of relegation looms large again. Uh, maybe the players are, are remembering. Hang on, we aren't very good. That's why we were down the bottom. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, they, they... I mean, they were never out of it. <clears throat> I mean, they strongly... It's still there and thereabouts, but... It's, it's, it's e- now... Every team there is yeah. three games away. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look, you look at, you know, Brighton, Palace, you know, they're all, they're all there or thereabouts, so you, you string together two, and three victories. I don't victories. think Watford have a really bad squad. I yeah. really don't think so. I mean, you look, it's Miles Sa, I think, you know, he's got a great pace there. Uh, but he's been injured, hasn't he? No, no, he's, he's been he playing. Played, yeah. he's been he, playing yeah. he was 100% uh, leading up to the game. Watford's uh, next yeah. five, right? They're away at Manchester United, uh, 23rd of February. Then they are at home to Liverpool. Okay, so two tough games. Then they're away at Crystal Palace. That's ginormous, 7th of uh, March. Uh, uh, home to Leicester City the week after that, and then uh, away at Burnley. Yeah, and That's then you look at five. Then you look at Bournemouth's fixtures. Yeah, yeah. it's absolutely Bo- horrendous. Bo- nine Bournemouth faced the yeah. top nine, nine teams, I think. So uh, I, I mean, I'm a little bit more worried yeah. for them than than I am Watford. But um, you know, when Pearson came, he, it was all about getting them a little bit more organised. Um, and he had, and he did. Sorry, he, he, got, he did. Yeah. He did. Um, you look at this game, and they scored a fantastic goal from from Decore. Let, let's not ignore that. It was a great, and and it was only a known goal. What seventy seventh minute or something? Should like have that? won this. Really. That, yeah, it, it yeah. was a game that they're going to look yeah. back on, and and you know should have won. You go back to last week, and when they were leading and they threw it away. Yeah. Um, that, that's another thing. They they just need to stop it. You know, I mean, they can get goals, um, but if they they're letting soft goals at the back, that's where it's really gonna. Uh, hurt Pearson mm. because he would have come in and, and that would have been the first thing that he yeah. kind of focused yeah. on. And Brighton as well now. I mean, they, they're not totally safe. They've now won, what, one of their last 11. They've drawn six. They've lost four. 
in that run. Uh, what I, I thought, I, I watched this game, and, and what got me was, it seems like Potter hasn't decided on the formation and, and players, because Aaron Moy was all over the place. He, yeah, he didn't know where there, he was playing. Some, uh, I mean, he started the season with a back three. Yeah. You know, and Martin Montoya was absolutely fantastic in the first few games of the season. But he's uh, fallen down the pecking order. He's looked out of sorts. And I think that's why they went in for the, I can't recall his name, but the Chelsea fullback that they've signed in January. Tariq something. Uh, Lamptey. Lamptey, yeah. They brought him in to sort of beef up the defence. Um, uh, but but I agree. I I don't think he's found the, the, you know that that one perfect system to to sort of get the best out of his players week in week out. I think there are flashes of it. Um, in big games like against Arsenal uh, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. maybe even last month, I think and they were absolutely brilliant. And there were set some games where Aaron Moy just you know looks unplayable at times. Mm. But uh, you know they just need that bit of consistency. I think they're good enough to survive. Uh, it's just a matter of how you build in the summer for the next year. Well, since Potter was re-signed or, or signed on an extension, they picked up 12 points in 13 Premier League matches. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I do like this Brian's side. Slightly you know. better than Solskjaer's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do like this Brighton side. Um, I, I can see, you know, the. You know what Key said earlier on. You know yeah, they, yeah, they, no, they make that gamble. You can see good players in Trossard and all that yeah. when, when they play. Yeah. You go wow, Neil Mopey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Neil Mopey is a very good signing. Yeah. You know, you talked about Aaron Moy. You know, fantastic. You know, some of the signings at the back. Dan Byrne. You know, yeah, he's, yeah, he's been great. at Webster. Yeah, yeah. Um, good players that have you know emerged from 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 some of the signings that he's made. Um, but it's so tight down there, you know, um, and there's no such thing as, you know, too good to go down. Um, I like the fact that they're well-organised, they play good football. Um, I think they'll be okay. Uh, I, I really do. I'm with Keish in this. I, I think, you know, our, there are worse teams than them that are struggling, uh, as I mentioned just mm-hmm. now, Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. Well, Norwich, Norwich are doomed. is definitely down. Yeah, Norwich are doomed. Yeah, it looks like Bournemouth could join them and then one other. Yeah, and, and that, that one other is, you know, Sorry to say it, Gogs, but, you know, it Villa, could be. Villa yeah. are there. Yeah, Villa are there. Uh, no, no, yeah. I completely yeah. agree with yeah. you. If you Villa can't beat Bournemouth, come yeah. on. Uh, I mean, there, there are quite a few teams that could West easily get sucked. I mean, West Ham are not yeah. by no means certain. Yeah, and if, you, I mean, if you're basing it on form and, you know, confidence around the club, you know, West Ham are... Uh, well, definitely. they're down already. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting, you know. Uh, I mean, the top half is is, is more or less... Is West, you know, are West Ham ever going to get over the Upton Park... Disaster. <laughs> well, they've got I mean, to, can't right? be blaming that all the time. Yeah. No, but well, it, it, it plays a huge role. Yeah, but how know? many seasons? I mean, so are we going to yeah. go on G- about you know, it? Correct, I, so like, I, I was told, you know, you know how Spurs moved into this stadium. Yeah. Yeah. They moved their fans block on block to to where in in relation to where they were in the yeah, stadium yeah, before yeah, yeah. at White Hart Lane, whereas at West Ham they didn't. They absolutely oh. just spread everybody about again, and so you you got you got like the jobs sitting mo- next like to families. Like the club has lost and... its soul. Like yeah, the, the noise can't... levels aren't there anymore. Yes, but you can't tell me no, as, a, saying, as a as a I'm professional footballer. I'm not saying like, it you're be a... still not up for a game just because you can't no hear one's the singing fans like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one's singing no, I'm, I'm blowing bubbles. You try playing It's the great excuse. Like it's obviously not the number one excuse or the most important excuse, but like. Upton Park used to be a very Fortress. difficult place yeah, yeah, for yeah. teams to go. Yeah, pokey, you, pokey, yeah, horrible. You, you really don't get that feeling yeah. at all with the no, Lions Stadium. But but 
like I said, you know, you knew what you're doing, and half these players didn't even play Upton Park. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. all these players. Yeah. half everyone. Yeah, yeah, For me, West Ham are the big winners of the weekend because their game was cancelled. <laughs> they didn't play City. They didn't lose. We're not saying oh seven nil. Yeah, it could be a lot worse. Exactly. So we're going for our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the manager of the year and the mighty blades. Where's the try? And he's always prepared to give it a go. Off the ball on BFM 89.9. Captain, leader, legend. Off the ball on BFM 89.9. Thanks for sticking with us. Craig uh, Kishnan and Goglin in the studio. I know Jurgen Klopp is probably, and rightly so, going to win the Manager of the Year award because of what Liverpool are doing this season. But, I mean, that aside, the most remarkable uh, achievement yeah. thus far, because every single pundit here had Sheffield United in their bottom three to go down pre-season in predictions. Yeah, Everybody, mean... me included. And uh, um, they're now up to fifth after their recent 2-1 victory. Uh, it was a good game. It was a come-from-behind yeah. win against Bournemouth. Uh, it's, it's now... Typical of what you'd expect from a Sheffield United game when you see them play. They were swashbuckling. Do you know what I mean? They- well, not so much so in the first half, I thought. No. Um, but, but they, they came on towards the end of the first half. Um, but, you know, Bournemouth, I thought, started the game really well. Um, and I thought majority of the first half was, was basically them. Um, and what they just lacked to kill that game off was that second goal. And I think if they got that second goal, um, I really couldn't see Sheffield United come into it. But I think from about the 30... 30th minute mark onwards um, you know Sheffield United kind of found their rhythm again Um, you know started enjoying a lion's share of possession started creating a little bit more panic around the Bournemouth area at 1-1 Dean Henderson made a couple of saves the Ryan Fraser the Ryan Fraser saves absolutely kept them in and you thought wow okay I mean fair enough he uh, it was straight at him but I mean there's some amount of reflexes in that to to get on that but um, no, um, I, I mean, I thought, I, I really thought Bournemouth would, um, would get something after the first half an hour. I really thought they, they turned up for the match. They got, you know, Fraser back. He looked like he was back in form. Uh, Wilson obviously scored the goal. Um, Harry Wilson was probably a bit disappointing, um, but you know, Sheffield United credit to them. They've done what they've done all season. Whoa, make it, make this- it. Uh, tough for teams when they come to yep. Bramall Lane. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they even uh, Berger is is settling in very nicely there. Well, it was his you. mistake for the goal. It, well, <laughs> yeah. Apart from that yeah. mistake, uh, although the referee got in the way. Now, I mean, there was <laughs> he did, didn't he? Yeah. He did. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Well, look, Bournemouth's next five. Uh, yeah. They're away at Burnley next weekend or following weekend rather. Uh, then they're home to Chelsea. Then they're away at Liverpool. <laughs> then they're at home to Crystal Palace. Massive game. Uh, and then. It's away Wolves. That's the next five. Realistically, yeah. Burnley, you're going to have to pick something up. Yeah. You can't. Palace, they have to get something. Yeah. Palace, you have to. Let's, and let's ne- assume Chelsea and Liverpool are going to win. And then Wolves. Well, then they've got to get... I mean, even the big teams, you're talking about your Liverpools and Chelsea, they have to get something from there, you know, just to give them a point or, or yeah. something, you know. Um, you know, looking at Bournemouth, and I think they'll be really deflated by, by yesterday's because they, they did put a lot into it. But second half, they were just nowhere near it. Um, I thought Sheffield United, you know, re- were, were really good. Yeah. Um, they, they got themselves organised. 
uh, they came out for the second half. You know, I, I really thought there was only we're, one team that was going to win. So we're talking European football then for Chris Wilder and oh, Sheffield United. Really yeah? Yeah, yeah, it is possible. Like you said, it's been a poor Premier League season. <laughs> and if you're stepping up a couple of games. <laughs> Crazy stuff. You look at the fact that David McGoldrick, yeah. um, who a lot of um, Sheffield supporters think that he's been one of the most important players in... But he hasn't scored a single goal in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't. Yeah, yeah. But True. it's been such an important cock in just, you know, helping the build-up play, holding the ball and bringing the team. If he was a striker at any major Premier League club, mm. by now he would have been destroyed yeah. by yeah. the press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's the, the style, you know, while they yeah. set up his teams, uh, the, the way they play. You know, it's not all about... I mean, you see someone like, you know, Lundstrom. He well, didn't even... Yeah, yeah exactly. He's been dropped got, the last you, two yeah. games. If you've got Lundstrom, you don't need to be scoring yeah, goals. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to your normal punter, they're not boring to watch. Yeah. They're not. They're not. They're not. Exactly. Yeah. It was the end to end that game. It yeah. was good stuff. It was, it, it was good stuff. They were yeah. good value. I mean... Exactly. You, you look at, you know, McBurney, again, didn't score. Hasn't really got a lot of goals this season. The big money signing. But... You know, he, he puts in a shift. They're doing a voice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Sheffield United nicely in fifth. Uh, that's your Premier League matches for, for the weekend. Just the three. Everton 3-1 winners of a Palace. Brighton and Watford 1-1. And Sheffield United beating Bournemouth 2-1. Man City West Ham was postponed. I think they've got four more matches or five ma- matches next weekend. When are they going to re- reschedule this one? It's, it's, it hasn't come out yet. Because if if you do it next weekend, then Man City and West Ham yeah. don't have a winter break, right? Yeah. So if they do it, if they do it, ne- if they squ- se- uh, schedule it in the next week, yeah. um, then then obviously you know everything's yeah, exactly. in play and, and they they miss out on it. They miss out on it because um, they've been here the whole time. But I mean, they get a weeks rest. They they would have had a weeks rest. Yeah. So, just don't have to go to Marbella. Yeah, just, just yeah, just no sunshine <laughs> for them. <laughs> All right, let's let's turn to the championship now. It's it's exciting stuff at the championship. Uh, in the championship, rather. This weekend, the big game was Nottingham Forest against Leeds. Now, Leeds are being Leeds United of normal. Well, yeah. it's, they're being a normal Marcello Bielsa team. And I don't mean any disrespect. They they play superb football. Great yeah. to watch. They're high tempo. But they always fade away. They well, always fade away. Well, I thought, I thought they would have learned from last season. Right? And now they've got the wobble coming up. But I think... He's a very stubborn manager. Yeah, he doesn't change his. <laughs> and you know, even when things get difficult, he's 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 really stubborn. And I mean, Leeds fans obviously love him, right? He's a big character. Yeah, but yeah. I know people have been questioning his his over reliance on Patrick yeah. Bamford up front. And you know, but yeah, Bamford has caught some goals. Well, he's got some goals. He's he's goals. I, I, I won't say over reliance. Why yeah, isn't he managing your Chelsea's, your AC Milan? Yeah, this is a very good question. Right? This pattern yeah. at, at at all these other clubs as well, Bilbao. I mean. Yeah, there are games, there are big important games where he just explodes, but there are just phases where it just dries out. And he doesn't seem like the kind of character who who can walk into a dressing room and immediately lift players. He's like, he's a he's a master tactician. They had 70% possession yep. against Nottingham For Forest, Forest yeah. at the city ground, right? And, and, and couldn't find the back of the net. Well, that's the story of last season, right? Yeah, it was the same, same thing. Same yeah. thing. Same 60, thing. 70%. Yeah. Same thing. Sammy Amiobi, brother of Shola. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the goal. Um, Forest, I know Bob's going to be really happy. Forest, are, are, they're, they're everything leads aren't at the moment. They, they've got fight, they've got momentum, and they're looking good. Of course, they, they totally climb, they've really climbed up the table a lot. Yeah, exactly. They, they could I be mean, the villa they, of this season. Yeah, they, they're peaking at the right time, yeah? Um, the, the big game, well, West Brom, uh, Slavin Bilic and West Brom are, are doing amazing things. They, they won, so they've got a nice four-point buffer between themselves and, and the yeah. rest of the pack, which is what? Leeds, Fulham, 
Forest and Brentford, two points separating those four. Well, it's sides. nine points from from first to ninth, uh, sixth. Sorry, all, all the playoff play, places. Um, it's quite amazing, you know, and, and that's the beauty of the championship. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, you, you what talk about winter break. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you talk about you know pressure or then you know, you know nine points off the top, but they could easily be right up there. Come you know, come towards the end of the season, and um, you but, know, but, it, there's still a lot of you know teams that are going to drop points um, that are going to come into you know. You look at Bristol; they're, they're level on points as well. Yeah, um, so many big names. If you look at the championship, 24 teams in the championship, right? All, mm. Practically all of them. Had you know had as well all lived at the in and the the top table at yeah. one stage or another. Teams like Queen's Park Rangers, you wonder when they're going to come back up again. Sheffield Wednesday, they yep. were massive. massive back in the, the day. All, all FA Cup semi finals were played at Hillsborough, yeah. Middlesbrough, <laughs> Middlesbrough, and Middlesbrough. Yeah, exactly, yeah, like yeah. Stoke. Stoke, Stoke, yeah. Charlton, come on, Stoke. Charlton, yeah. So Charlton, at, at Charlton. the moment, Wigan, Wigan. Uh, FA Cup winners like not so long ago. Yeah. Wigan are favourites for League One. <laughs> 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 Wigan, Barnsley, and Luton are, are the bottom three. Charlton. Oh my mm. God, that's my my. Real local Derby. Side. Yeah. We, we're Rooney there now. Yeah, <laughs> they're on a good run, Rooney and and Derby, but um, they may not. Well, they can hope for top six. That's the well, best. Leeds well, got a big game this on well, the midweek. Yeah, this Brentford. Yeah. So uh, another. But like I say, sorry, Ross, just cut you off there. You, know, you talk about Derby as well. It's seven points from like the sixth place in, yeah. in the playoff. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, they just need to get to the playoffs and then, you know, after that, it's It, it two, could change in one week yeah. because they play yeah. twice, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Wednesday, you've got uh, Brentford versus Leeds, as Gogs pointed out. Brentford are, are no easy team yeah. to play. They they literally Is are... Ollie Watkins there? Uh, yeah. And, and, and they're, they're, in the, they're in the mix as well. Brentford are fifth yeah, at the fifth, moment. They're, so in the, the, yeah. they're in the play- spots. Well, they're on 53 points. Yeah. So. Two points. Two points. <laughs> <laughs> no, no easy games in the championship. Yeah. Anyone yeah. will tell you that. Gogs will tell you that. Hey. If they drop the ball on this one, man. Yeah, on, yeah that's going to be... Things start to get real. Yeah. Because they've been fading for a bit, yeah. but they've always maintained that second spot. Yeah. Yeah. If this one, they lose and then Brentford overtake them on the table and then that's when things start to get real. So Nottingham Forest, can they maintain that? Can they build on that 2 0 win against Leeds State? They are at home to Charlton Athletic. Charlton are 21st. Lee Boyer, Charlton. <laughs> for, for, Lee Boyer. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Boyer is Mr. Charlton. <laughs> he is. Yeah. is Dicanio still there? No, no. no. Dicanio, no. <laughs> um, uh, Forrest can actually go second. With a win, mm. uh, yeah. Brentford leads uh, Forest, and then you've got uh, Scotty Parker's Fulham. <laughs> Let's Scott, not forget well, Scott Parker's Fulham are, are actually quite good to watch <laughs> yeah. as well. They, they play some really they play good, good football. football yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the Millwall Fulham, no love lost there. Yeah, which is what makes um, West Brom's win over the weekend really good. Yeah, uh, you know it was a way to Millwall. It's not, well, it's not an easy place to go to. Village knows the game, right? He well, not knows. in the Championship, really, does he? I don't think he managed in the. He's, he's managed there before, but I mean, he's he knows how to get the best out. He plays. looks he like did... some guru now with his beard. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He's like... um, but it'll be good to see him him back in the in the Premier League. You know, because yeah. that. You know, that first season he had at West Ham, yeah. you know, when they did yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. When we had no, Payette, it was, it was a bit out of order I don't know if it was out of order. I think they needed a change. But um, I, I think it all kind of started going downhill when Dimitri Payette, the whole issue came issue, about. Yeah. And, you know, they had to get rid of him. And, you know, it was it was just a bit uh, hard after that. Well, Bilic's West Brom looking good. They're away at Reading uh, on Thursday morning. So Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Right, we're going for another break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Milan derby. That is next.
Because whilst he's there, it's been very difficult for other clubs to get near them. He's that good. Off the ball on BFM 89.9. England's highest quality title race of all time, but coming out on top again in the Premier League, Manchester City. Off the ball on BFM 89.9. Hey, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, Googling Craig and Kishnan in the studio. Tweet us at BFM Radio on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. It's BFM Football. Taking a look at the Serie A Italian football. It's actually quite good fun. I've got to admit, I've been watching quite a lot of it. uh, I definitely watched the, the Milan derby. Uh, 2-0 to AC Milan <laughs> yeah, at half-time. Zlatan setting one up and getting one on the stroke of half-time. And then four-goal blitz. I don't, I don't by, think by, anyone saw this coming. I mean, the Milan derby... I mean, it, there's all... Yeah. <laughs> I did. I bet Inter to win the no, Champions League this no, no, season. No, no, no. What, what I mean is not, not about Inter winning. What okay, I mean, how yeah. great of a game it was. Because uh, it, yeah, the, rival, yeah, the rivalry yeah. is always big. But yeah. the Milan derby over the last few years one has nils. always been yeah, drab yeah. encounters. Mm. And last night, it was just ridiculous. Six goals, and it was a game of, of two halves. Um, I think everyone expected Inter to start with, on the front foot, but the way Milan just started, they completely mm. outplayed Inter in midfield. Uh, when you have someone like Zlatan up front, obviously, you only yeah. need a couple yeah. of touches or two for you to get that goal. And, and at halftime, I genuinely thought it was game over. Yeah. Not not because of the 2 nil scoreline, yeah. but because of the Wait. amount of domination that they had. Absolutely. Yeah. As well, didn't it? it was Absolutely. ridiculous. I dozed off and then found out, woke up again when, when, when Inter scored. Yeah. I mean, Inter, uh, we talk about ex-Man United players, yeah. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> Alexis Sanchez and Romelu Lukaku yeah. played rather well. And, and that's what makes it even more amazing, this victory, because Arturo Martinez, who's possibly been Inter's best player yeah, this season, yeah. w- w- was suspended. Yeah. So um, Alexis Sanchez comes in and, and you know, the second half, I mean, words were definitely said by Conte at half time yeah. because it was a new Inter Milan at half time. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> to see, you know, Sanchez and Lukaku obviously played a little bit together before, um, you know, the, they got their partnership going on. Um don't forget Victor Moses as well. Mm, uh, they, mm, they got mm, him uh, yeah, in the transfer yeah. window. Let's wow. not forget Victor he, Moses. He, he, set, he set up Lukaku's goal. Yeah. I did for Christian no, Eriksen. Now, now I know why it was exiting. It's exported from the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> but did you no, ever see Christian Eriksen's free kick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. From about 40, 40 yards out. Yeah. Really no, but, but you know, like, I, I think Lukaku has been brilliant for Inter. But there was that one example of why he's been excellent in the Serie A. And it came in the first half. It was a missed opportunity but there was this turn that Lukaku did and he ran from like you know deep inside his half all the way to the to the to the other end of the pitch before putting in a cross and he had oh, so much right of time <laughs> so much of space yeah, yeah, yeah. barely untroubled and it's that kind of stuff that he really because in the, Premier, in the Premier League people like, close you, you down really quickly close you down or foul you straight yeah. away foul yeah, yeah. Yeah. now okay uh, a lot of talk about how well Lukaku's done this season and, and we, we all are, are, are blatantly aware of Manchester United's striker problems. So, Lukaku was always going to leave. He wanted to leave. Yeah. Uh, they got a decent offer for him. Yeah. They sold him. The problem was United didn't replace him. Yeah, And, and that was always Solskjaer's problem. But had had Romelu Lukaku stayed on, would, yeah. would United have been in trouble this season? 
it's really hard to say because half of the problems for United have been playing quite badly, right? Every week. I mean, there was that, but I mean, if you look at analyze United's problems this season, it's creating chances. They just haven't done enough yeah. of that. Yeah. So I mean, it's not to say that you know you don't have guys who can score goals for for United. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Marcus Rashford's in double figures this season. Yeah. Martial, I think, is in double figures this season. Just, um, but you know, you're talking about about. You know, creating <laughs> opportunities for these guys, <laughs> yeah. and and United just haven't done yeah, that yeah. enough. Okay, uh, well, so you're saying the system didn't allow him to flourish? Well, what, for why? I, I think system. so. But but yeah. I definitely think that he wasn't part of what Solskjaer intended yeah. no. for United to play. And but even when he played, he played out wide on the right. Wide. And yeah, most exactly. importantly, his relationship yeah. with Solskjaer had already broken. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted to leave. So but now it, now people are are saying Lukaku and world class in the same breath and stuff. No, but that's and, like, yeah, when when he signed yeah. for Inter, I, I, like none of most United mm. fans knew he was going to go exactly. there. Exactly. I mean, uh, right? Like it's it's the thing with Lukaku. Everywhere he's gone, he scored goals. Yeah, yeah. You can't say at United he was a flop because he scored a lot of goals. Yeah. yeah. Okay, AC Milan. We we talk about the championship and and how it's it's uh, literally a table of 24x greats. AC Milan have lost 9 games this season. They've drawn 5, lost 9, won 9. They're 10th in Serie A. There's I there's not a lot of hope. There's what 15 point gap from them to the I mean, I I don't even think they 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 they're targeting Europe to be honest But with I, you. I remember when it used to be bare minimum Champions League. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. and same with Inter. You know, um, that that used to be bare minimum. Both these Milan clubs over the years ha- have kind of fallen off a bit. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's when the Juve well, dominance has come it. in. Your yes. Napoli's because of the rise of the Turin club. Uh, but Juve lost this weekend two one uh, uh, to Verona at, at Verona. But uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, tenth successive league game he scores. He's now got 20 goals from 20 league games this season. He celebrated his 35th birthday. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible, isn't it? It's as incredible as the. I mean, take take nothing from Cristiano Ronaldo. He's been absolutely brilliant. But I just want to point out, um, this game was insane, uh, and it's been an insane story for Hellas Verona. Last season, they finished fifth in the Serie B. And they only qualified or got a slot in in, in, in Serie A yeah, through yeah. the playoffs, and now they're sixth. Yeah, in the Serie A. that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and, and it's almost like Sheffield United. Yeah, <laughs> the, you know exactly the level of consistency that they've showed over the season, and and against Juventus, it wasn't just a case of a smash and grab win either. There were there were lots <coughs> of glimpses where mm. they completely dominated Juventus. Well, uh, Lazio's having a good season. Uh, in Inzaghi in charge yeah. of of Lazio. Uh, is he still Simeone Inzaghi? Or yeah, Simeone Inzaghi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still there. Yeah, uh, they're one point behind. They, they yeah. won, exactly uh, one nil away win. Uh, Palmer. They're going along nicely. I, of course, I can only associate Lazio with Paul Gascoigne. <laughs> that, Not that Ron. <laughs> no, well, no. Yeah, I'm slightly older than that. <laughs> no, but yeah, Gascoigne in, in that Lazio yeah. Umbro sky blue shirt. But yeah, Italian football is quite good fun. Uh, at the bottom of Serie A, you've got uh, uh, Spal, Brescia, Genoa. Sampdoria are struggling. Napoli is struggling. Oh, I watched the Fiorentina mm. game actually. Uh, they lost, uh, mm. but I thought Federico Chiesa. Chiesa, very why, good. Why, yeah, why didn't anyone look at him? I don't think he's going to be there much longer. <laughs> I mean, if Fiorentina, <laughs> yeah. if this is the state of Fiorentina, uh, Fiorentina, he won't be there much longer. I mean, and, and if you look, I mean, you know, Gosh just touched on Napoli as well. Fantastic players there, mm. yeah. you know. So, yeah. I mean, if these clubs. 
you know, over the next couple of seasons, not not going to be in when Europe. It's a club um, that sacked Carlo, so... Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> so, yeah, no, right? Yeah. All right, very quickly, uh, French League. There is only PSG to tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> PSG 4, Lyon 2. Uh, Neymar hurt himself because he had a little of birthday course. party. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's been, also got pink He's been hair. injured. Here's a statistic. He's been injured on his, on his birthday his... for the last three years. Three years, yeah. Yeah. Three three years on a row, yeah, yeah. he's been injured on <laughs> I saw birthday. that stat. Yeah. And, and just see, before his birthday, he gets injured. Yeah. Yeah. And usually, uh, you know, before his sister's birthday. Too. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. threw a white party. He yeah. forced on, on, everybody on, on, on to Sunday. wear white. Yeah, on, a, on, <laughs> on the Sunday. <laughs> and, and, they the and they had a game on Monday or and something. And it was just weird because Thomas Tuchel was asked about it and he said, obviously, it's not an ideal... Yeah. When I looked at the press conference, it almost felt like this is a man who clearly hates what's going on, but he doesn't have control over but it. But okay, anything about that's, that's okay. everything you guys are saying now. I understand, but then your players can just turn around and go, "But boss, twelve point lead." Yeah, that, and then they go out and beat yeah. Leon. Exactly. <laughs> Don't we do the business every yeah. week? Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, that's the sad state for, for for French football. You know, I mean, they're, they're dominating so by, by by such a long way, season in season out. Um, and then, you know, on the other side, you've got managers that can't control, um, you know, players like Neymar. And, and Tunchal's not the first, you know. Um, uh, Unai Emery struggled. Unai Emery w- yeah. w- was yeah. the first yeah. one, you know, to, to really yeah. fall yeah. Yeah. Blanc as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they weren't the managers that signed him. I mean, this you got to remember, the Neymar signing was from the president. It, it wasn't a, a from the country, right? <laughs> yeah. it's from, from a country, from right? Country. <laughs> but like, yeah, and this is a player that wants to leave. You know, his heart's not I'm really sorry. there. It's just, I mean, there's it's so much no player, drama. No, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No player is worth all that he's, drama. He's dropped down the rankings of the world football. Three, three years course, ago, yeah. Neymar was the top three of three Ballon d'Or. Yeah. This year, he wasn't even part of the top 13. 13, yeah. Not, not even in the top 30. All that was but rightly so, though. Whilst, yeah, rightly all, so, yeah. whilst all that was happening, Cristiano Ronaldo was in the gym. Yeah. Doing Cristiano. Ronaldo <laughs> stuff. Uh, all right, so PSG, 12-point lead over Marseille. Uh, Marseille themselves have an eight-point buffer over Rennes and then, and then uh, a point over Lille. Uh, at the bottom of Ligue 1 is Toulouse, Amiens and Nîmes. So that's your French league. Uh, I'm not going to say all those things again. <laughs> Short break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk about Spain. We're going to talk about JDT as well, all, all next Where's the try? And he's always prepared to give it a go. Off the ball on BFM 89.9. Captain, leader, legend. Off the ball on BFM 89.9. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, Gogs, Quiche and Craig here taking a look at uh, La Liga in Spain. Uh, the top two won. Real Madrid were 4-1 winners away at Osasuna. Gareth Bale started his <coughs> his first game what, of the year, is it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah golf is... Yeah. <laughs> his handicap's gone. <laughs> um, Barcelona won a game. Shock horror. 3-2 away at Betis. Um, come from behind, too. Come from behind. A mm. couple of assists from, from Messi. Of course, Lionel Messi, big news. Uh, yeah. we, we spoke about it on, on Friday's show. Um, should he leave? Is he EPL bound? And and is is he well? If he goes to the EPL, is it definitely Man City? <laughs> <laughs> I think apparently one of the street in Barcelona is that he's he's sort of eyeing things out and he's 
Um, but the whole thing was state. with Abidal, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was with, yeah. it, I think it was a frustration with the board. I don't see the problem. Just sack Abidal, Abidal now. Yeah. <laughs> but even, even Abidal is, is, is being retained as well. He had an emergency meeting or something along that, that line and secured his job. But things are messy at the moment with Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. even, hey. more so, even more so because there's an election happening. Yeah. Um, is, and yeah. and you know, things will start to get really political at the moment. Presidents will start to make false promises. And the new guy uh, or the guy that's competing against uh, the, the mm-hmm. current president is uh, apparently has a very good relationship with Xavi Hernandez yeah. as well. So, you know, there's a lot of politics That's what going they said. On that the, was the reason why he turned down. The, yeah, something the, along that line. They're so, dead set they're, on bringing Neymar back for next season, yeah. aren't they? So it's, it's very well, political. they're supposed to do it this season, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then the whole thing fell apart. Yeah. And then Messi said well, they didn't do enough. Well, he had a party in France. They, he yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, one of the contention points is that Messi thinks they didn't do her, it enough. Yeah. Didn't no, do enough yeah. to bring him yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, and I think part of the and reason now why they don't they have were, a striker, right? They, they, they don't. Yeah, and, and, because everyone's you know, injured. Exactly, and yeah. and this current board, they, they've been making very dodgy decisions. I mean, Kevin yeah. Prince Boateng last, Boateng, yeah. Yeah. You know, last yeah. year, last year, Vidal. I mean, going in for Igalo this eighty-five million for Richarlison, if you believe it. I mean, that's the thing. I think. You know, we spoke about Neymar, you know, when we talk about the French League, but, you know, this whole thing with Barcelona, I mean, I used to have a lot of respect for Barcelona. I mean, they, I love them as a Spanish club. They're my favourite ones. But over the, since that Neymar transfer, when they mm-hmm. sold him to PSG, they've really lost a lot of respect, I think, around the footballing world. I think a lot of people give them credit when they... No, La Massa, they used their, their academies. I mean, they weren't never one of those clubs that would, you know, just go out and they weren't like a real Madrid, Madrid where you go yeah, by yeah, like yeah. six Galacticos mm. and, and spend 100 over a million uh, on six different players in a season. But they have started to become that club. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and what I really dislike about them is the fact that they're going around they're buying plays for hundreds of millions and then after the year discarding them I think you know you look at what's happened with Coutinho yeah. I mean they, yeah. they tried yeah. to get him for two years Usman Dembele, Dembele at the moment. another yeah. one yeah. I mean, uh, now, now he's been promoted a striker <laughs> yeah. is he still not injured like, no, 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 no. so he's like a new signing no 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 the, the thing about Barcelona is that you know, when the Neymar saga happened, like the, he had a falling, falling out with Messi reportedly, and yeah. you know, he wanted to be the main yeah. star and something along those lines, and they decided to stick with Messi. And I think it, the, the club is reaching a point right now where they are desperate to figure out a future beyond Messi, and that's why they've been splashing the cash on players like Coutinho, thinking of of individuals that could come in and completely just set yeah. them on a new course, and they haven't been able to do that because well, all these individuals that have come in have not. You know, being but able to they take haven't been given a fair chance as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, yeah, but good, good luck finding a new Messi. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think what, they, what what players like Coutinho all brought in to obviously complement Messi and like set it for the new generation yeah. going forward, uh, right? Yeah. All right, Spanish football done. Uh, very quickly then, German football. Got to talk about that. Uh, Erling Braut Haaland is setting the Bundesliga alight. Uh, he didn't actually start a game <laughs> until this weekend, uh, where Dortmund lost away at Bayern Leverkusen. Uh, it's quite tight at the top of the table. Uh, Bayern M- Munich and Leipzig are the top two teams. They drew nil-nil. I know well, it must be tough for German football fans because they're the two most hated clubs in Germany, <laughs> aren't they? R- Red Bull Leipzig and, and Bayern. Oh, yeah. I mean, Kish just came back from Germany. Tell us, tell us a little bit about that, Kish. <laughs> I, I don't think people have got a lot of love for Bayern Munich, but but they would take Bayern Munich any day over RB Leipzig. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think that, I don't think anyone. Uh, there, there was a massive banner that the Bayern fans uh, unveiled. First, something a little subtle. 
something along the lines of uh, screw modern football. Uh, I'm going to bleep those yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, uh, replace yeah, yeah. it with screw yeah. modern football. Yeah, and and yeah. then later on in the game, it was a bit more blatant. Just <laughs> screw RB, RB Leipzig. Huge banner. On the, on the, on straight the to friend. the point. Yeah, straight <laughs> to the point, yeah. I think the Bayern uh, Twitter tweeted, our banner's older than that club. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and the movement is so strong that they are journalists in Germany who refuse to cover RB Leipzig. <laughs> really? Yeah. They're journalists, journalists wow. make, and call out other media organizations that actively cover them. Wow. Yeah, it's that strong. Okay. Uh, but but this, this is turning into a, a bit of a really interesting race uh, in the Bundesliga. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's always been about you know, Munich and, and Dortmund and every now and again there'll be another team that, that, that comes close but I mean this Leipzig have obviously made it interesting but this weekend I think Dortmund will be really yeah. kicking themselves yeah, exactly yeah. massively because I mean with, with the top two playing against yeah. each other you yeah. know you, you knew one of them was going to drop points and, and that's the ideal result for exactly, them exactly ideal result yeah. and, and, and they, they kind of blew it but you know there's still a lot of games to go and, and, and they're still in there which is the most important thing All right, um, I'll just get the kit <laughs> did, 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 did Ole Gunnar miss out on a trick with, with Erling Braut Haaland or, or, or Nah, Haaland would best? have come in and improved our attack anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Ross. <laughs> Not from right back. I can't believe so much Solskjaer miss, missing the trick because well, he wanted him. Being he Norwegian, him. he yeah, yeah. flew over there. I thought you'd pull a card. Yeah. No, but but that's the deal, right? I think the reality of modern football is yeah. when we talk about transfers, the power is no longer as much as with the managers as yeah. it used to be. I, so I when I a transfer failed, power, yeah. we cannot yeah. say yeah. that the manager failed yeah, exactly. to bring him in yeah. because it's a lot more complicated than that yeah, exactly. these days. I mean, it's all it's all with financials, the clubs agreeing, yeah, and the, the agents, agents like especially. five, six agents yeah. involved. Agent didn't fancy the coffee at that place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, it, it was all that money. You're the, one of the richest clubs in the world. Yeah. You know, you yeah, so, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't about that. Though. I mean, uh, unless we want to play ridiculous agent fees. Because you do well, it we once. We Alexis Sanchez. So we've learned so from we that. Learned from it, yeah. <laughs> well, I would let, still let, let's, let's wrap up with uh, AFC Champions, Champions League, then JDT in action against Iniesta. Club yeah, of the, huge, club of the huge decade. game. <laughs> uh, coming in on Wednesday evening, JDT versus Vissel uh, Kobe. Co- Kobe this weekend won the League Cup. The um, Empress Cup, I think. The Empress yeah. Cup. In an epic the, shootout. Epic shootout. <laughs> nine penalties missed. So yeah. they won it 1 0. The, f- the, first nine, the first nine, first penalties, nine penalties were missed. Of, of that shootout. Were missed. It's it was crazy. Clubs, if, yeah. if you can get 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 the video up and, and check it out, it's, it's amazing. quite amazing. But JDT and the AFC Champions League is it a reality? It's it's huge. Last last year was their debut year, and they got four points yeah. from six games. Good, Even yeah. you know defeated the reigning champions Kashima Antlers. Yeah. They were you know everyone expected them to be a pushover, but they were not. They, they gave a really good fight to almost every team that they, that they played in the, in the in the competition. Uh, and this year, the aspiration is bigger. TMJ has, has come out in public and spoke about the, their desire to yeah. want to push for qualifi- qualification to the knockout stages. And they'll be, they'll be welcoming um, all these big teams into a brand new world-class yeah. stadium yeah. as yeah. well, which is set for launch uh, next weekend. But 22nd, before that, right? Yeah, 22nd. Plus, this one is a huge one. Yeah. Plus, we get to see local at Matt. I mean it's it's really, I mean they've they've made a statement with with, with the you know signing like Liridon yeah. Krasnicki and um and it's no secret as to what they what kind of club they aspire to be, where where the ambition is. Um, you know, you, you just look at their preseason and, yeah. and how um, how much money was invested in that? How professionally it was yeah. it, it was done? You know, the the quality of opposition that they were playing out in in Dubai. Um, 
It's going to be interesting. It's going to be one hell of a ride. You know, t- teams, the bigger teams in the Asian Champions League uh, tournament have always, you know, looked lightly at uh, Southeast Asian clubs. Mm-hmm. But teams like JDT, teams like Buriram United yeah, and Muang yeah, Tong yeah. in Thailand, these Getting three giants, now. what they've done for Southeast Asian football in the last yeah. five years, the big guns are no longer underestimating this region. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, J- Vissel Kobe uh, against JDT is a Wednesday night game. Check your local listing for kickoff time. That's it. We're out of time here. So many thanks, Keish. Cheers, Ross. Uh, thank you, Gogolin. Always a pleasure. And thanks, Craig. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week. Off the ball every Monday on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.